If that ceiling caves in, I will never stop laughing. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay. Doesn't that sound just perk you up immediately? Because it does me. It really does. Like and popping I'm, champagne, I'm, like all of those sounds just make me happier as a person. Me too. And I'm I'm not sure if that's an actual like sign of alcoholism <laughs> or I mean, know. probably, but <laughs> well, I mean, here we are. All right. Please. What is up, Parladies? Yes, Parlady Nation. Yeah, uh, we are at it again for another episode of Women Can't Parlay. We are your host. I am Jess. I am Rainy. Glad to have you all back again. <laughs> another, we'll call it interesting week of mostly football, yeah, um, mostly drinking. <laughs> Mostly, definitely. Drinking. How was your Thanksgiving? We didn't we didn't spend Thanksgiving together. It's so weird. I know it was weird, guys. I mean, I know we touched on Blackout Wednesday a little bit last week, but I mean, this is an actual holiday for us, and we've been spending it together for probably the last decade. So at least, yeah. Which snowballs obviously into the rest of the Thanksgiving holiday because we both go home. We are from the same town, like we've said a million times, and that didn't happen this year due to you know same thing as NFL and college. College, COVID issues. The Rona. So the Rona. Rona. Miss Rona, that bitch can go back home. She has outworn her welcome. Yeah. So, I mean, it was good. You know, I had some time with uh, one of my nieces and my insane nephew, which maybe we'll be talking talking about him one day on this podcast. He's an extremely athletic two and a half thousand percent. That little kid already has like perfect form. It's insane. And like all the athletic things that he does. And he's like two. So (laughs) I'm certain we'll be talking about him. We will. We will. Yeah, my Thanksgiving involved obviously quite a bit of alcohol. Yeah. And I thought it was funny because after our last episode where we had the debate about the sides, yeah. And I clearly <laughs> don't know what a Thanksgiving side is. So my brother, he was responsible for the sausage and he like totally fucked it up. Like I swear he put like ghost peppers in there. So I couldn't even <laughs> eat it. I'm like, no fucking thanks. Like I don't want to burn my whole face off today. So wait, explain it to me again because I it, forgive me for our first tangent of the night um what type of fucking sausage do you guys bring like is it like ground sausage no, like german sausage which is another oh, reason okay. that i was stupid last week for being like oh this is a texas thing like no <laughs> definitely a german thing but like yes. my grandma like always did the sausage and she would like double smoke it ah. so unfortunately my brother was responsible for it and he's i was already scared and i was like how spicy is this because he always makes things so spicy and he's like oh not at all like hardly any just a little kick and I'm I'm like put it in my mouth and like (laughs) I almost had to spit it back out it was too much too too fucking much and I'm like seriously cool awesome my Thanksgiving's ruined Well, Jessica did not get the signs that she was dreaming no, of. No, and we didn't have mac and cheese either. So like, no, that's some bullshit. All that my dreams crushed and ruined, and thankfully the whiskey was still there. Yeah, I mean that was that was a solid for us. Yeah. Second tangent, BT Dub. I am certain that whiskey is a cure <laughs> for coronavirus. Like <laughs> God. We are not doctors. The CDC tomorrow. Do not listen to us. We are not doctors. No, I'm not a doctor, but I can say that I have been heavily exposed to the virus multiple times, and each time, which not on purpose, obviously, just she's not a reckless human being. Yeah, I'm not reckless. I actually take this seriously, but I was exposed several times, and each of those times, I was drinking whiskey, and I somehow did not contract the virus. (laughs) And I am pretty sure we should do some sort of test on this <laughs> well like some kind of case study i think there's something behind this and i'm not even playing well maybe put it out there in the universe and they'll figure it I'm out i'm gonna but call I the sh- center of disease control is that well, what it's called uh yeah i'm pretty sure the centers maybe CDC? but okay yeah maybe either way um definitely get them on blast hit them up on twitter i will not be a part of that a study because nobody wants me on the whiskey okay it's well, not pretty we do if it means we get to hang out over the 
the holidays? Well, it means you're not going to want to hang out with me because I'll probably want to fight you. <laughs> well, that's how I roll on whiskey. What's new? That's why I drink the bubbly shit. Makes me happy. All right. Well, I think we've had enough distractions so far. So like clockwork, we are going to go ahead and ask that you pretty, pretty, pretty please go and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Rate us. Follow us on Spotify. While you've got your phone out, please hop on over to Twitter and Instagram. Find us at Women Can't Parlay and give us a follow. Mash that follow button. Yeah. Um, also, I, I want to mention the polite asking is coming to an end. <laughs> It's soon to become a demand. (laughs) So maybe I'll just have some whiskey before our next intro and see where it takes me. There we go. Not like me. My like signature move is to throw a full natural light at your face. So. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'll say you've never done that to me. So I guess I'm good for now. You haven't pissed me off bad enough. Well, good thing we started a podcast together. Um, moving right along segment time penalty box this uh, one's, uh... it's on me guys i mentioned the kyler murray shoulder injury pretty sure i straight up said it wasn't his throwing shoulder maybe i was back and forth on it either way it was his throwing shoulder being his right one and maybe we'll talk a little bit later about the effect that maybe had on the game this week but that's the penalty box i accept it we're moving the fuck on <laughs> Two minutes for incorrect limb. <laughs> <laughs> Two minutes for a wrong arm. There we go. <laughs> All right. First up, we're going to talk about college. A lot of games canceled and postponed, yeah. obviously, due to COVID. But um, yeah, we had a rough go on Friday. Um, <laughs> were pretty rough. Don't even check those out. You do not want <laughs> to see them. Oh, it's brutal. <laughs> Start yeah. us off, Michigan State, Northwestern. Yeah, go for it. I mean, one, one first thing I'd like to point out, Michigan State's uniforms, get the fuck out of here. Those were tight as shit. Spartans. Uh, I don't care what anybody says, but they barely, they never stray away from their typical, like, green and white, and like, we're so boring. Yeah. And they had that neon green thrown in there, and it was sick. Yeah. So We love a good uniform, and, and theirs don't disappoint. So No. Michigan State had a great first half. Yes. Northwestern made a comeback to go ahead in the fourth. I think uh, with just like three minutes left, Michigan State kicked a field goal, put them ahead, and then at the very end to put the final nail in the coffin, last play of the game, there was this crazy fumble. And I swear it flew like 15 yards into the end zone yeah. um, where Michigan State recovered it. And then ultimately, like because they recovered it, um, that was a touchdown. So they yeah. went up 29-20 to win the game. Yeah, it was interesting to me one just because Northwestern is you know ranked number eight and has been doing decent but like for Michigan State obviously not the case but I'm glad they kind of like won this one because you know we have no real skin in the game as far as like caring for big teams we're Texas teams and whatever but Michigan State was outscored the last two games with a combined margin of 73 to 7. Jesus. Yeah so like with Iowa and Indiana and then they didn't play last week and due to COVID in Maryland. So it was like those two games, then the missed week outscored 73 to seven. Like that's fucking embarrassing. So they pulled this off that obviously. Yeah, definitely an upset. Yeah. Um, They played well. Yeah. Agreed. Moving right along. Next up is Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Rivals and also the Egg Bowl. Yes. Not a lot to cover here. It was just actually one of the few games that I was able to watch. Definitely a rival game. We love a rivalry game. Of course. Um, and of course, we also love talking about the names of these rivalry games. So <laughs> Egg Bowl, like you mentioned, it was an okay game. I mean, State like kind of had made a comeback towards the end, fell short, but did kind of come down the wire though, because then in the final seconds there was a pass yeah um you know if they would have scored but they did not the, the ball hit <laughs> the turf so <laughs> ended the game it's a you know me this will be my first fact of the night oh uh, can't wait i just i just giggle at these names and i'm always so curious like what the fuck is an egg bowl and why is it an egg bowl and i in my research found that the egg bowl first started in 1927 this is a long standing yeah. yeah so so actually so it began in 1927 like the students made a golden trophy with a football on top that resembled an egg so it was like probably a bunch of students 
like me that weren't art students. I think it was more day. like, I think the footballs back then were. Well, like, yeah, they were bigger. A yeah. Shaped anyway. Yeah, for sure. But so whatever they ended up calling that. But like, so Ole Miss actually beat the Aggies in Oxford, obviously 20 to 12 to claim the first egg trophy or golden egg rather. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting name for sure. But anyway, yeah, I just thought that would be a good one to discuss. Next is Notre Dame UNC. Um, Notre Dame. (laughs) Yeah, this one more or less just thought I was surprised at the outcome. I thought North Carolina was going to cover. Yeah. Not mainly here. The big news is just that Notre Dame is like officially heading to the ACC championship. Kind of a like last minute change there on the ACC side. They're moving from 10 game conference to nine. That meant Notre Dame automatically clinched. Right. Clemson will likely be the other spot if they win over Virginia Tech this weekend. Yeah. All right. Next up is Vanderbilt, Missouri. There's definitely not a whole lot to talk about as far as this game is concerned. It was a completely uh, blowout. Missouri killed Vanderbilt, but unless you live under a rock, there are some headlines Yes. Involved with this game and, and Vanderbilt specifically that I'm certain you have not missed. Uh, obviously Sarah Fuller, right? So she was a goalkeeper for Vanderbilt, which is fucking cool. But anyway, so due to COVID reasons, they needed some help. So she became their kicker for the week. And while she didn't um, actually in the game um, kick a field goal or an extra point or anything like that, she did have a successful squib kick and the whole team and like coach kind of rallied around her and they were like super pumped about it. And I think that is cool because I mean, she stepped up to the plate and was ready to do whatever in their time of need. So I don't know. I thought that was cool. She's also a Texas girl. Yeah. Fun another fact. cool thing. Yeah. Fun fact. She's from Wiley, Texas. Yeah. Girl. We always Not support our Texas people. And she yeah. actually just signed with none other than North Texas Mean Green. Oh, shit, son. Yeah, she's going to play soccer there, I believe. Yeah. So very yeah. Uh, home feel there. Yeah. Vandy's coach, Derek Mason, he like after the game said, Cause like, I think some people of course are probably saying some shit about like, well, she didn't even do anything or whatever. And he's like, a champion's a champion. Like she led Vandy's soccer team or helped uh, get them to an SEC championship, which is badass. Um, so anyway, I just thought that was really yeah, cool. No, I, the talk that I've been seeing too, is a lot of people are just, Oh, she didn't even do anything. And like when she went out there, that's all she did. And I'm like, first of all, yeah. how is it her fault that she did not get set up to like kick any yeah. whatsoever? I would not put that on her. Number one. Yeah. Two, that squib kick as far as I know that was what she was told to do she went she was and she did yeah. what she was supposed to do they, yeah that was a plan they, I mean it was a successful kick they did yeah. not run it back I mean yeah. that is what was de- the play was designed to do and she did it obviously yeah. if people yeah. are thinking that like her extent of talent as far as kicking goes is that you're out yeah. of your fucking minds and you need well, to and go back and watch her like soccer's highlights like yeah the bitch can kick a lot further than that <laughs> Yeah, no, I know. It's it's really hilarious. I mean, yeah, it's stupid is what it is. And like, it's very stupid. I get it. I think a lot of people like question is just like, so what? So now women are going to play football and it's maybe okay, first of all, Not like, really. <laughs> I mean, a like, I don't at the last I checked, I don't think Vanderbilt has a woman's football team. So like, what the fuck is she supposed to do? What are these women supposed to do? Like, yeah, the point is just bringing that like awareness to the fact that like there's women out there who can do this and like, you know, a demand for it. So it's like, right. There's that's the thing. Second off, she was asked to be on the team. Yeah. Like it's not yeah. like they approached her to do this. I think it's very cool. And I think all these haters need to like shut the fuck sure. up and also like put themselves like put it into perspective of like right. what actually happened and why. Like everyone calm down. I don't yeah. think this means that we're gonna go soft on the NFL or soft oh, on college Lord. football and women are just gonna invade. But women huh. belong in football too. Like yeah, we have on to every level. Out, but until we can, this is our only opportunity or at least I say our as in like I'm playing obviously hey we're women I know but I just mean like am I out there on freaking Saturday no but if a woman wants to play football this is really all she has so like let's work on that let's figure that out yeah Um, I agree and I know like well before I get put oh go ahead go ahead oh no the one last thing I was gonna say
say is I just thought it was really cool because Missouri's coach actually came up to her before the game and he was like, you know, I just want to let you know, like I have four young daughters watching at home, you know, you're an inspiration to them. Like it was really cool. It was really neat. And I thought that was very classy. Yeah. Heart eye emoji for that guy. Yeah. And just go Sarah. Like you're a badass and like we're (sighs) behind you. We support you. Super excited that, you know, she's kind of making waves and is um, making headlines about this. Definitely. And it's just obviously becoming, you know, we're hearing about this more and more and I love it. Yeah. Is there like, is there a flood happening at your house? God, so I was... I just now heard it. Oh, well, I'm glad because, listen, I have these skylights and one of them is in my kitchen right next to me and there is a leak... And I keep looking at it because it keeps looking worse. And if my house caves in, I don't know what I'm going to do. It just almost sounded like water was like coming in. Well, so because it is, because we have like a five gallon bucket over there. So that's actually happening. Got it. It's actually happening. But all day I've been sitting here like getting calls and doing shit. And I'm like, it sure does sound like somebody with like a UTI is hovering over a bucket in the corner of my house right now. I mean, that golden hurricane is just going down over there. Damn it, full circle. This. It's not very golden. I am worried. Thank God. I know. I'm very worried that that section of my roof is going to cave in at any minute. Well, let's positive vibes that that's not going to happen. Let's just not even put that in the universe. Let's. So, uh, sorry. Um, I'm not doing this podcast tinkling on the toilet. <laughs> that is my house caving showering. in. My bad. My bad, guys. <laughs> now that we know Rainy is not about to have to swim to her safety. God. Moving on. Moving. Uh, yeah. So obviously with the discussion regarding Sarah Fuller um, is a perfect time to mention that this week, if you have not already seen, we released a bonus episode featuring a young woman named Marty McCoy and she is 16 years old and she is from our same hometown. Yeah. She, on the same day as Sarah Fuller, actually ended up kicking a game-winning field goal for her high school football team that she has been kicking on. It's an amazing story amazing girl we were super excited to interview her yeah she like blew our minds so go check that out if you haven't already definitely gonna want to listen because we're gonna see a lot from her i'm certain in the future so yeah i mean to to hear a 16 year old girl be as confident and assertive and just overall i don't even know the word to explain it was so hard to edit that episode because she made us sound like actual idiots yeah i know yeah all right, NFL. Ugh. Lots of close games this week. I would not have necessarily expected that, but it's like crazy. Never. We yes. will really get into that. But first, I think we should just go ahead and get it out of the way. Ugh. Tears. Do we have football team? And honestly, I don't even care about the outcome because yeah, I we just care had about like twenty-seven injuries in the first three fucking minutes. Yeah. Well, I mean... the two most important ones, obviously, Zach Martin. Yeah, and... which we've already determined is like the most important person on our fucking team exactly and we just fucking got him back and then so that's our right tackle and then immediately following our left tackle uh irving cameron irving goes out with in like both fucking ankle situations i'm like my thing was ruined before i even had turkey or ghost pepper sausage I would love ghost pepper sausage, by the way. So well, you, you and my brothers should hang out. Shout out. I know. I love your brothers. But yeah, sad day, sad time. And we did, what sucks is like, we still did some good things, you know, like I still believe in the Red Rocket, Andy Dalton. I still believe in our receivers. Yeah. Jalen Smith is a fucking beast. Like he gets an interception and runs it to the four yard line and we can't even capitalize on that shit. Like thank God for Greg the leg. Like, Ugh, yeah. Good move. Yeah, it was Ugh. Tragic. Tragic. And, Tragic. You know, not only did Washington go first place in the NFC East, now the fucking Bruh. Giants are in first place. Like, I don't even want to. Basically, everyone's in first place and we're just last, last, last. Yeah. And again, we're last because of the Eagles fucking tie. Oh, you hate the Eagles. I, I feel like we've covered that, but I'm still like, it like burns my toast. <laughs> No, I mean, I have to quickly mention Antonio Gibson. He's a freak. He scored three touchdowns, two in the fourth quarter. That's another thing I want to bring up, by the way. The first three quarters, if we just went by that, we would have only lost by four points. (laughs) I know, but it's funny because it's basically one of those, like, if we would have had more time... (laughs) 
That's what if it we, sounds like. If we only would have had the three quarters instead of the four. Well, would, would we be a fucking cowboy fan if we didn't have the what ifs? No. I know. I know. It's just like the way you said it. It just made me laugh. It's like there was just, there wasn't enough time on the clock. That's why we lost. Like, <laughs> Well, no, I just mean like. We zone it as best we can. No, it wasn't fun. was not a fun time. I mean, if COVID didn't already ruin Thanksgiving, this cherry Most on top of a shit year. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's enough for Cowboys Talk unless you have something else. I mean, we could go um, on and on, I'm certain. Yeah, no, I won't go on. I do love our color block uniforms. I'm not going to lie about that, but that's all for, for that. You're welcome, guys. Next up is Cardinals Patriot. Cards Pats. So tough break for the Cardinals here, missing a go-ahead 45-yard field goal with just under two minutes left. Patriots ultimately ended the game on a field goal of their own with just three seconds left on the clock. I feel like this is a big win for the Patriots, for Cam. I was surprised, honestly, at how close this game was. Meaning like the Cardinals should have prevailed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, I was thinking the Cardinals would have done, well, number one, one. Number Mm -hmm. two, I would have thought by a much larger margin. Yeah. To me, honestly, it will clearly, I think there's something going on with Kyler Murray. Like he does something. He doesn't one of his shoulders. Yeah. One of his shoulders where he learned is his right motherfucking shoulder guys. Jesus. Just kidding. But no, I mean, I do, I don't know. Maybe it's a mixture. I can't imagine it's the pressure. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's Kyler Murray. Like he's, well, and he's, he's kind of getting a lot of shit after this last game. Like people are saying he's a fraud and stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> Dude, I think yeah. that's a little premature. Like he had an off game. He had yeah. an injury. Everybody calm down. I do think that his injury is somewhat affecting him and maybe it's not bad but it's just throwing him off and maybe that is what it is I just I think definitely they were somewhat exposed like a weakness was exposed they need to make adjustments well and I did see a lot of stuff about uh Zane Gonzalez their kicker because he's not good right now like he's missed three late field goal attempts and like you can't do that like that's a kicker killer every now and then but but not game time decision those are stacking up on you unfortunately and those are very important ones. So yeah, so like let's bring attention like he can to handle that. Pressure. Yeah, bring attention to that, Arizona yeah. fans. No shit, like that makes sense. I do think obviously the Cardinals should have won this game, and to even prove it, like for the Patriots, I've said it once, I'll say it again, and we may differ on this, but Cam Newton is like one of the most inconsistent quarterbacks in the league, and I think he's always been that way. He was fifty percent nine for eighteen passes the other day, and they still managed to score twenty fucking points and win the game against the cards. So it's crazy, but their defense, I think, did a really good job. They kept DeAndre Hopkins to like 55 yards, which is insane. So I don't know. I agree. I think Kent's very inconsistent 1,000% this year. Well, he has some good runs. Like the beginning of this year, like game two or three through six, he did well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It was kind of an anxious thing watching him this season, especially with the whole like Brady out, Cam in. But so far, not that impressed and I do think he's hard on himself and I, mean, I know I, I'm rooting for him um, yeah and, you know Belichick obviously one of the best to ever do it so we'll see yeah. I know how you feel about him but he, <laughs> he knows what the fuck he's doing so we'll see we'll see we'll see, we'll see. moving on moving on uh Panthers Vikings also in somewhat similar fashion here um yes. Vikings scored a touchdown just a minute left to play Carolina gets the ball back makes their way down the field just in enough time for a 45-yard field goal attempt that was no good. No good. Panthers lose 28-27. Crazy, too, because the Vikings have lost two games this year by one point already. So this was like a tight game for them. So for them to pull out a one-point win is a change for them, especially with, unfortunately for my fantasy team, Adam motherfucking Thielen getting on that freaking COVID list. Anyway, so they're talking receiver being out and then they're uh, starting tight end Irv Smith Jr. out with a groin injury so it was like what is going to happen so cool to overcome that Cousins obviously had pretty damn good game he was like 34 for 45 passes for 307 yards that speaks for itself there was some other effed up shit going on I don't 
know. I feel like it went back and forth, but there was a, a dropped fair catch that turned into a touchdown. And then he ended up that same player. He came back and like caught a 10 yard touchdown pass, like with 46 seconds left. So he made up for it, but there was a lot of that going on. Also, this was Teddy Bridgewater's first game as a starter to play against the Vikings, who was the team who drafted him like first round in 2014. So I have to imagine for me, like as a psycho competitor, even at this lowest level, like that's a big, you know, situation to be like, wow, they drafted me for sure. Yeah. Right. He did. Okay. He had an, he had an interception. He missed DJ Moore. Also again, unfortunate for my fantasy team wide open in the fucking end zone. I feel for my guy, Joey Sly, speaking of kickers. Yeah. He, I mean, that sucks. Yeah. Miss that. He had a blocked field goal one, but he's, he's still a top 10 kicker. Like he's good. It just like sucks when that happens. Then you miss like a game winning field goal. Yeah. Anyway. Browns, Jaguars. So just following fucking trend here. Another heartbreaker. Just over two minutes left in the game. Jags scored a touchdown. Go for the two-point conversion to tie it up. But the attempt was uh, no good. And the Browns ended up winning 27-25. Which I will say the Browns are kind of on a run right now. Yeah. I totally agree. I hate. (laughs) That's a strong word. I just care for. I do not super care for Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Yeah, that's a... I don't... I think it's indifferent for me. I don't really know that I have a deep I know. disdain for him or anything like that, but I also am not, like, his biggest fan. Yeah, so I guess really my thing about him... Um, <laughs> love your commercials. You're hilarious. I do like the commercials of him living in yeah. the stadium. Those are kind yeah, of... Yeah, I think it's progressive insurance yeah, or something. something like that. Yeah, no, he's hilarious, and he obviously has to have a good personality or else he wouldn't be a part of that, but... And I honestly liked him in college, but I think that's the problem. I think he reached his peak in college. I I get that he went to the Browns and they were like nothing, but he has so many people around him. And I'm like, he finally connected with Jarvis Landry this past weekend. And I'm like, dude, bro, you've been missing his ass this whole entire fucking season. And I know there's a lot of other fantasy football players out there that feel the same fucking way. I I will lose my mind on that again. What? (laughs) I know, shocker. Until next year when I don't have Landry on my team anymore because I won't draft him and then he will most likely go off next season for sure but that's fine yeah but I just like I when somebody like Odell Beckham Jr. goes out you would think that like some other magic would happen so (laughs) I don't know I just I haven't seen a lot of like I saw more promise with Joe Burrow in the first 10 games that he got to play this year than I've seen of any of the two seasons that Baker Mayfield played so I don't know nope call me out people I know that's a hot topic for I think a lot of... Um, no, I think, I mean, well, obvious, passionate, like, Browns and or Bakersfield fans, so... That, exactly, that I was... There's definitely people out there that would disagree with you. Sorry. It is your opinion, and you're allowed to have it. This is football, everyone. Just get over it. Yeah, this is football, and also this is our podcast, <laughs> which is full of opinions. We'll and talk opinions. about whatever we want. Yeah, and my ceiling will continue peeing into a bucket. If that <laughs> ceiling caves in, I will never stop laughing, and I'm That's sorry. so mean! apologizing in advance okay moving on Giants Bengals again also another close game like I feel like we have all these games on here and the only yeah. reason they're on here is because they were close like it's wild right. well especially especially for that because even it being the Giants like the Bengals what are they expected to do after Joe Burrow goes down right right so. exactly close game a lot of turnovers pretty back and forth like up and down Bengals ended up scoring with two and a half minutes left held the Giants on the next drive three and out Bengals get the ball back on the 50th after a very nice punt return. First play of the drive, Brandon Allen was sacked. <laughs> a fumble that was ultimately recovered by the Giants and New York ended up winning 19-17. The Giant, I mean, yeah, I would have thought with Joe being out, I didn't think it would be this close. Yeah, me either. But, but it was. That's football, right? That's sports. Yeah, which, That's why sports betting, by the way, is so fucking hard. Oh, shit. I mean, <laughs> a lot of bad beats this week. We'll yeah. But yeah, so not much to say about this game. Just as like no. another good game. Next, yes. Raiders Falcons. My oh, notes man. literally say, "What the fuck, Raiders?" That's legit what I have written down. Yeah, it's it wasn't good. Seriously, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, 
I mean, yeah, for the Falcons, the Falcons is pretty good. No, absolutely. But also, wow, what in the hell? Like, this is very reminiscent of last season for the Raiders. They kind of were in this exact same position. I want to say they were even six and three, six and four, and then ended up losing all of their fucking games at the end of the season and missed the playoffs. I know. Here we go again. Yeah, it's... I know. Literally, here we go again. It's wild. And it's just obviously even more wild for them to come off the game that they had last week. Normally, when you see this, it's like something happened, injuries, whatever. And maybe I'm just not caught up on my like Raiders football, but I don't think that that's a thing here. Um, No. It doesn't impact them this much. Great defensive game by the Falcons. Terrible offensive game by the Raiders. Bunch of turnovers. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was like, Falcons defense forced like five turnovers. Four of those. All of them were fucking Derek I think exactly literally four of them were he had three fumbles and an interception which the interception was returned for a touchdown okay so that sucked but they also were flagged like 11 times and like in crucial moments so like Falcons kicker Young Hoku so he's now successfully kicked 21 field goals in a row he had one miss during this game for 40 yards but because of a flag it got called back so it didn't count so I love that for him I had him last year on fantasy so like he was good he was solid and he He's still so good and solid this year. Like I think in this game, he tied career high of maybe amounts kicked. He's fucking good. He's consistent for now, knock on wood for him. But yeah, like you said before, Falcons played a really good game and Raiders just yeah, like, I mean, didn't. They did not, clearly. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. Not sure what the hell's going on there, but Raiders need to figure it out. And I kind of hope they do. Like if anybody watched Hard Knocks with the Raiders, like <laughs> it makes you really learn these players and understand their story and fall for them and it's like damn man you hope for them and even John Gruden's story like coming out and like coming back into NFL as a coach and it's cool and you hope for them but even as a KC fan like they're obviously rivals but I root for them you know I want them to do well no I, I I get it 49ers Rams another one tied 20 apiece 49ers get the ball back with two minutes left slowly but surely make their way down the field kicking a 42 yarder with about five seconds left to win the game so again just crazy field goal last play action this week mind-blowing how many games were determined within the last right and by field goals this week yeah I honestly did think that the Rams would come out on that one. I, w- I wasn't so sure necessarily. This was a tough one. But- I just mean like 49ers have some injuries right now and like yeah. they're just kind of working through some shit. So yeah, no, I understand. Chiefs Bucks. Again, close game. Game was much closer than I would have anticipated if you were asking, but like that's Tom Brady, right? Like that's this is why you yeah. can't think you know what he's going to do because you say that and I agree with you, but also this being the game of like mm, I don't know what we call them these days. Last episode, we said yeah. like old goat versus baby goat. Yeah, I just feel bad even though he is old as far as NFL goes. But you can't count him out. But also like that last play he had to connect yeah. and pretty much score a touchdown and he threw an interception. Like that's not Tom Brady. I'm not trying to say anything bad about him. Like he yeah, is a yeah. goat. He will always be a goat. But like that shit five years ago never would have happened. No, agree. That shit I three mean, years ago. not playing at the park that he is used to playing at well, 1,000. Well, and to take into consideration that he's in a brand new team now with right. all these new people around him, minus Gronk, that is some, there is something to be said about that. Like for Tom Brady to be at the Patriots with all of his people for as long as he was and do what he did and then move down to the box and still kind of do what he does yeah. is incredible. But like he's doing it with a brand new set of motherfucking people. Absolutely. So that's and, not easy. I but, mean, just for the Bucks, just for us to even be really like talking about them says For a sure. lot about what Tom Brady has and what he can do. They did make a run at the end. Obviously, it didn't work out. And like we said, I think at the end of the day, if you're playing the Chiefs, you just absolutely cannot let them have the ball last. Like you, you just can't. you just can't. Like you're gonna lose the game. Like that is the A number one rule. If yeah. you are playing them, which yeah. I mean, I grant it, they got it back at like four minutes left, five minutes left in the game, and they just run, run, pass, pass. Smart, just, smart just, shit. Just killed yeah. the clock man yeah Andy uh, Reid dude he's but, a, he's a yeah killer. that's exactly that's why they're the Chiefs and that's why they're able to do what they're doing that's why they were able to win the Super Bowl last year clearly they're yeah. doing well 
Um, Seahawks, Eagles, I don't really like, I didn't anticipate like actually going into the depths of this game. I just thought it was funny that probably a lot of fucking people are pissed at this game because the line was six and a half and the Eagles scored at the very end and went for a two point conversion, which a lot of people are pissed about, which by the book they should have done. So like, It's just one of those things where um, the Eagles ended up covering and probably fucked a lot of people's bets up. Thought it was hilarious because (laughs) it worked out in our favor, weirdly. I have just a thought, not about this past game, but Zach Ertz was officially activated off injury reserve this week. So I just know how you feel about Carson Wentz. So I'm wondering if you think with and we don't know if he'll play yet, right? Like he sells protocols, but do you think that's going to help Carson Wentz or not? I mean, I don't know that anything can help him at this point. Like, <laughs> I mean that in all sincerity. That's not me being a dick. That is not me. I know. Funny. I get it. That is me being like, I think you feel? just hang up your hat. Well, not hang up your hat because they still owe him like $65 million. Well, and good luck, he hasn't but- even... He hasn't even been in the league this long. Like I know, I know. That was more of a joke. But I just mean, like, if you're legitimately asking me what he needs to do, I don't even know where to start. So I'm not the one, honestly. My answer is legitimately, like, I don't even know where to start. Okay, so Zach Ertz coming back may or may not affect Carson Wentz. It's kind of crazy that he got drafted, like, before (laughs) Zeke, isn't it? I know. It's nuts. Like, what the fuck? I mean, that kind of sucks because... Because Zeke hasn't really gone off this year either, but he hasn't had the opportunity. So I don't even want to start that. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, yeah, I'm not even going to go down this road of Zeke. Yeah, not my bad. Anything because like, I don't, we don't have that. That's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, maybe we'll come out with. I'm not not subscribing to that either. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) good call. Yeah, let's move on. Okay, Raven Steelers played today. Um, I unfortunately didn't get a watch because I have a job. So I don't <laughs> yeah. really, I don't really have talking. a whole lot to say on this. Uh, a lot closer of a game than I would have anticipated it being. Granted, yeah. all the things that have been going on. From what I understand, it sounds like the Ravens kind of hung in there. Obviously, the Steelers were victorious. TJ Watt is a fucking monster. Like, <laughs> period, point blank. There's nothing else to be said about that. Big Ben, fan or not, the dude fucking gets it done. He's another one of those quarterbacks that's just like, hurt? Like, what's that? Like, whatever. Right. So I hate to even, they're going to fucking win the Super Bowl. It's looking good for them. Yeah. But I'm just, calling it. They're going to win the Super Bowl. Here's 2020 the, fucking one. As I'm much not, as I don't want I am in no way going to sit here and act like the Steelers are not plausible. a contender. Well, I just feel like I never count on those undefeated teams to win the Super Bowl because they never fucking do. You're right. I'm just going to say it. Like, I think there's this weird hint of something in the air where I'm like, well, well could they win the Super Bowl? I am, like I said, I'm in no way doubting that they could. Right. I right. just, if I'm a betting woman which i am now which we are not putting my money on the steelers just because i feel like there's like some bad weird juju in the air of these teams that go undefeated for so long in the regular season and then when it comes to playoffs it doesn't pan out for them yeah so i hear what you're saying and i agree but there's always that feeling right where it's like oh shit either you're super cocky and ride that and you're like no there's never anything or you're very superstitious you're insecure that's me as an athlete right we got to lose once at least i'd rather lose early so we can learn from it and build on it and then it doesn't matter anymore right but what are the Steelers right now 11 and 0 uh after today yeah yeah so jets oh and oh and 11 by the way of course yeah (laughs) still hasn't answered itself yet (laughs) nope still not answered for the Steelers they're 11 and 0 and Every other season that the Steelers went 11 and 0, they've at least gone to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So like these motherfuckers are going in Super Bowl. I mean, I think at this point it's very hard to argue that they're not going to the Super Bowl, and I said very clearly it's not that I don't think they're going to get there. I just, for sure. I just feel like there's something about them and being undefeated and being as good as they are. I just, I don't see them prevailing, but watch me be wrong. Like, I don't know. You know, I'm feeling right now, like I'm jinxing the shit out of them. Well, so, or I'm jinxing the shit out of myself where they're going to like all the way undefeated and win the Super Bowl, And then I'll be like, yeah, well, this is why I have to quit this podcast. <laughs> no, we'll just call it. This is why we drink. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, this is why we stopped gambling after is, after one month. This is why we stopped trying. <laughs> Looking at the rest of their schedule, there's potential for them to win out. Oh, I, yeah, does. definitely there. But either way, I whatever I'm saying it. I think they're going to the Super Bowl. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, stay tuned. Okay, that's it for our past oh. week, oh, yeah. week twelve. Well, real quick before we do that, just because I, there were just another couple of weird things happening in the NFL that I was oh, okay. like, well, just like with California shutting down and the 49ers, which we only hear about the 49ers, but there's several other teams in California. Oh yeah. They can't play at their stadiums anymore. Yeah. So for sure. And maybe like every county has their own thing, but definitely the 49ers have now like moved to Arizona. So yeah. they will be doing that whole thing, which is just kind of crazy, but interesting. And it kind of brings up this whole bubble. So I was listening to Roger Goodell. They were talking about, you know, everybody was talking shit about the Broncos because, well, not about them, but like thinking it was so unfair because all of their quarterbacks were under COVID. And like Roger Goodell's like, look, we went into this thing saying we're not canceling games, like for a competitive reason. Like we were doing things for health reasons and for blah, blah, blah. So like the fact that you went into a meeting and didn't wear your masks and exposed yourself to somebody that had COVID, that's not on us. But like, so we're not just going to like cancel your game. Anyway, I just, I, it's interesting to hear what everybody's saying and like hear what everything's happening. Cause everyone's like, oh, you have to do a bubble. You have to do a bubble. And the NFL, I think has done a really good job so far. Like the fact that, yeah, we've had some fucked up shit, but like at the beginning, the first Titans, like week two that they had their whole breakout, they contained that pretty freaking well. Like they move the bye weeks around, of course, that fucks some people, but they all around done a really good job of containing figuring out where it is and like capitalizing on it and being like, well, then you're on the COVID list and you don't play and then your team has to figure it out. So it was just unfortunate for the Broncos that all of their quarterbacks were out. Like they tried to activate one of their coaches. Yeah. And the NFL yeah, was no. like, and I, no. I, we've said this on a prior podcast. There's no way NFL can do a bubble. It's just not possible. No. I mean, unless you go to some sort of like seven on seven play where no. there's like no defense or something and people aren't getting fucking rocked. I don't know how like I don't know how you would do it like fucking flag football like their bodies go through too much trauma to for you to be having back-to-back games you'd have to have a full season you can't play more than basically once a week how do you do a bubble for half a year basically how no true how do you feasibly do a bubble I don't know how a lot of these other sport leagues are going to do bubbles once they get into regular season. We've only experienced baseball, which they kind of figured it out. It was kind of a shit show, but like NBA and hockey, again, they were able to do it, but it was just their playoffs. Like it's well, and they play way more games than football players, right? Like, well, but it was, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't That's know why how they're going to do easier. their regular season. Their regular seasons are like 82 fucking games. Like, I don't know right. how the fuck you're going to do that. They're definitely not going to do it in a bubble. But what we've seen be a bubble could be a bubble because it was playoffs. Like, it right. was, they did it in a month span of time. Like, it was right. very easily done. NBA and hockey can be played back-to-back games. They're not like football where you can maybe exactly. do like one game a week. Like, it just doesn't. And not having a preseason, like you're only doing your like, that actually plays into this so for I think that's awesome for the NFL and for Roger Goodell which I'll never say a lot but to be like Roger Goodell but it's like for this particular situation right some people might say well so you can keep making money or whatever and it's like dude they're not making money right now either like of course they are but like not to the extent that they do and it's not about that. Like, I do truly think that this has so much to do with their health. Like, you cancel that game, they don't play again for another week. Then you go in, how many people are going to get torn ACLs or, like, fucking shit? You know what I mean? Like, it plays into it. Right. Like, it's Agreed. a full contact sport. I think it's too, if they start postponing these games, we're going to run out of time. There's not going to be enough time to make them up. And I think two people just need to realize I get it. It's a shit year. There's things that suck. And I do think there's been some shadiness in regard to like how things have gone down. Like at the beginning with the test, it was like, oh, there's all these positives and then it was like oh nope all of a sudden these are all false positives that was some roger goodell shit if anyone for one second thought roger goodell was not gonna have these guys out on the field playing Mm -hmm. as fucking scheduled you are fucking wrong and 
I called that from a way long time ago. But my whole point is like, I don't see who thinks that they could have done this differently. I will agree that like, I feel like some games got pushed back for certain players and others maybe didn't. That was kind of weird. But now that we're moving into the ends of the regular season, we just all got to fucking hope that we make it through the rest of this season. COVID's getting worse. Restrictions are happening. At this point, everybody just shut the fuck up and deal with it because like, at least we have football. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Don't take football away from me or like, it's going to be worse than rainy on whiskey. Yeah, I can't take football not happening. So like, I get it sucks. Unfortunately, it's affected teams, but I don't think it's truly affected any major outcomes. No, It's not like the Steelers got COVID and then lost seven games. The people who have lost or maybe got screwed a bit due to COVID, I don't think they really stood a chance anyway. Yeah, fair. We'll never really know. And I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of other things going on, but I would love to have that, like a full conversation about that because they did, they had like this whole press conference. I like to talk about that more because it is interesting and the points they made are interesting that I think a lot of people don't think about. One of the main things they brought up is like, there's no, like you said, there's no way we can do a bubble. But what they're calling it is a soft bubble, which Jerry Jones fucking started making them do like a week or two ago already was this like, he just blocked a bunch of rooms off at the star and was like, get your asses up here. This is where you're staying and deal with it. And that's kind of what a lot of the teams are starting to do. Like 49ers makes it easy. You got to go to Arizona to even easy to do now that we're like entering into like the final playoffs and right. Yeah. We're kind of getting into now or we're what like, two months out it's crazy so yeah it's a little easier to do now but with a full season no way yeah i know like i'm interested like all the broncos quarterbacks are now like reinstated off the list but they've all been fined yeah and i'm very interested another thing i want to talk about is like the highest fined teams because the saints are up there for sure they've been fined and talk about roger goodell making his money back there it is oh a hundred percent. He, I, I don't want to say the amount that I think because I don't want to be wrong, but they've been fined so much, the Saints, and like draft picks are just like being taken away. Yeah, it's so, ridiculous. Yeah. For, like, for, I think for, that is complete bullshit. Like, obviously, if there are rules, people should be following them. But for them to be like, oh, you didn't have your mask on for this six seconds, like $100,000, like, go fuck yourself, Roger well, Goodell. Like, well, you I agree. Obvious? I agree. But at the same time, I'm a rule follower. So if at the beginning of the season, there were rules in place that were like, you must have your mask on at all time if you're in this facility. And like during the game is different, but like they have options, right? Andy Reid wears a fucking face shield. No, I get it. Want- and, I, and I'm saying so like- That's I, my I, only point. I yeah. agree with you 100%. However, I'm a rule follower. So if there were rules in place saying, if you don't do this, these fines will be imposed as well as draft picks being taken away, then that's kind of on you. Yeah, but well, you're right. We got to move on. <laughs> being bullshit to begin with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fights Saturday. What do you got? So Jake Paul versus Nate Robinson was one of the ones I was interested in because I don't know, it's a celebrity showdown. So you have Jake Paul on one side who is the younger brother of Logan Paul. So Jake Paul has got famous on Vine, pretty douchey, but he decided to get into this boxing thing as well. So it was that versus like Nate Robinson, who was like this basketball player. And oh, he wasn't not talking shit. He was just being an athlete and being cocky. And he was like, I don't know. It ended up not working out in his favor. Obviously he had never fought before, never yeah, boxed he before. basically died. Yeah. I mean, I was worried. <laughs> Yeah, that was wild. Yeah, super wild. So that was really that. Everybody's seen it all over the internet. That's embarrassing, but kind of hilarity coming out of it. And then, dude, (laughs) like that whole thing, it was just like, it was cool to see, like I said before, it's two people that like technically we grew up with, but like we never actually watched, right? Like our parents grew up with them, watched them box. And they were both successful. Him and Roy Jones Jr. like had a thing. They have this charity event and I'm like super pumped. It's like Snoop Dogg doing the commentary. (laughs) Like it was fucking hilarious. I loved it. Yeah, he did a great job. I agree. Like a lot of people are kind of talking. He's getting a lot of like inquiries about that. And he's demanding like millions of dollars to do it again. (laughs) 
Well, that's what I'm saying. You might pay him to do because he did that good. Yeah, well, I think so too. But also some people that didn't know what they were getting into. I'm like, guys, it's a charity event. Like, it's not like a, a prime time fight. Like, are they badasses? Absolutely. Are they old, like over 50 and boxing where they basically had, they didn't have a written contract or anything saying don't knock each other out, but it was kind of an unsaid thing. Anyway, very crazy. They ended up calling it a draw, which of course the internet was like, yeah. but Mike Tyson won, right? And then at the end, the, the funniest thing I saw or the interview at the end, they were talking to Roy Jones, like, Hey, so were you nervous you were going to die in there? And Mike Tyson's like, why is everybody so worried about him? Be worried about me. Like I could have fucking died in there. I haven't fought in 15 years. And like in typical Mike Tyson fashion was like, uh-huh. took over the whole thing. And then Roy Jones is like, man, I got out of one fight. Like I'm not about to like, you can take over yeah, my, like, I'm not I don't about to do this. this. Yeah. Kind of funny, but also Evander Holyfield just called Mike Tyson out. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah, so. I saw that. And then it sounds like these Paul brothers are calling out like Conor McGregor oh. and shit. Like, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like who knows? Which I mean, I could see like people think that that's not going to happen. And I'm like, you're dead fucking wrong if you think that's not going to happen. Yeah. I don't know. Conor McGregor's got a lot going on, but both of them will most certainly do that for the money. And Absolutely. Money that that would fucking draw would be even during COVID. Absolutely. Even during COVID that, that would be crazy. I mean, yeah. and it would also bring like this whole other group of people to watch boxing. Absolutely. Paul brothers have that young yep. TikTok generation going on. That yeah. would be insane. And I wouldn't be surprised if it happens. I wouldn't either. Just wanted to touch on that lightly since we had talked about it in our yeah. last episode. Crazy, crazy stuff, even though it was for charity. <laughs> Moving on, next up would be the Mansplaining Minute. Mansplaining Minute. Every time. Every time. Just continuing our terms that we are providing um, just to kind of explain, you know, initial betting terminology. And this week's Mansplaining Minute, we are going to talk about a prop bet. Prop bets. Which, prop bet. Is actually short for proposition bet. By definition, I think it's really just anything you can bet on that is outside of the result of the game. So these are probably most widely known for things you hear about or in relation to the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. So that's when these really come up. I like, I think they're fun. Like I love a good fun <laughs> prop bet. That's not a good attitude to have because you can lose a lot of money with prop bets. Like All right. they can range from certain actions that players do. The Super Bowl, there's like bets on the halftime performance. So like anything, so it can be like, Who's going to score first or who's going to get penalty first or exactly. I mean, you can look at all sorts of things, but yeah, like some of your more common ones are going to be like, who's going to score the first basket or who's going to. It's like a side bet. Yeah, definitely like a side bet. The good thing about these is if you place the bet and you actually hit the bet, you're likely going to win a lot of money. Well, because it's on who it is and what you're betting on, but there's some that you can see a lot of um, return if you actually hit the bet, but the odds of you hitting the bet are are small, which is why the payout is so large. It's so large. Yes, obviously. So anyway, if you hear of a prop bet, that's what that is. A lot of different player ones, a lot of different, you know, scoring first to do this, last to do that, a lot of things like that. And like I said, Super Bowl is like the Super Bowl of prop bets. So yeah, I bet. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, moving on from that, just a short, uh, sweet definition for you. Learn something new, right? We are about learning. (laughs) Okay, so moving on to NFL upcoming week. 13. Actually, no Thursday night game this week. Cowboys Ravens was moved to Tuesday, December 8th. We will also now have two games on Monday the 7th, which would be the football team versus the Steelers and the Bills 49ers. But doesn't appear the lines are actually out yet for the two rescheduled games. So not a whole lot to say on them just yet. But obviously, I think the Steelers will do well against the football team. Yeah. Cowboys Ravens, I'm not so sure about. I think pending on the state of both of these two teams both been through a lot this past week so for sure. kind of a little too early to tell on that one but um it might be a better game than 
the other. So, and the Bills 49ers was the regularly scheduled Monday game. So, we'll yeah. get into that. But yeah, I think in our working through the betting process, right. it might be an interesting idea to just go through and make our picks on this podcast. Sure. It's going to be really embarrassing. <laughs> but it might it. be. Yeah. I don't know. We just might try it out to see what yeah. it's like to actually record. And obviously, these picks are going to be tentative, especially with Depen- COVID. Yeah. It's Depen- too hard to make picks this far in advance with everything going on. So we're going to make our tentative picks for today, but the actual bets that we place might be different and we'll publish those on our social media like we typically do. Yeah. First game, Jaguars, Vikings, the line is nine and a half. Jags are in a, in a hurt right now. Like they just fired their GM. Like they're having some issues. Yeah. Um, I kind of liked them plus nine and a half. I know, but I could honestly swing either way on this one. It's it's obvious. I mean, obviously it goes without saying, but it's like, I mean, yeah. Do I think the Vikings are going to win? Yes. Do I think they're going to win by nine and a half? I don't know. Yeah. Well, maybe let's fucking go Jags because okay. I don't, where are they playing? Cause that always, I do me. think they're playing in Minnesota. Mm. Um, I mean, cause like, I feel like uh, this is what I, I go back and forth so hard. Well, Vikings yeah. won last week, but only by one and they haven't been doing great. Yeah, and agreed. they still have Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Well, we've got like 13 more to go. So yeah, you're right. Okay. So Jags or what? I mean, that was my first instinct. Okay, let's do it. Jags. Okay. Okay. Next up, Browns, Titans. The line is six. What do you think? Oh, that's a fucking hard one for me. They're getting harder, I feel like, which way harder because the territory come with the season and where we're at in the season. But I feel like we're going to do this every pick. So me too. You know what? I'll go Browns with this one because Derrick Henry just went the fuck off and he shouldn't do that. I picked Browns here too. I think they're kind of on one. Again, like we said, I think the Titans are good. I definitely am not saying they're going to lose this game, but do I think they're going to win by by more than six? I don't know. So I like the Browns here too. Cool. Bengals, Dolphins, line is 11 and a half. Like, Um, obviously I would go for Dolphins minus this past weekend. Like the Bengals kind of fucking showed up, yeah. but it's like, what? I know. That's what I hate about these large spreads. For obvious reasons. It's, I just, almost, I mean, I kind of lean more Bengals here because I just think right. that they could lose within a deficit of 11 and a half. Yeah, I know. I mean, I get that too. I mean, Tua, our boy Tua is practicing this week. Yeah. I'm good with that. We can go that. All right. I mean, I guess we can also disagree on some stuff. I just, that's yeah, for mind. sure. And I mean, that's, Cool. Uh, this no, is just like you. us having the conversation that we normally have on the podcast instead of via text. Lions, Bears, the line is three. I almost hate the smaller spreads worse because Lions just fired their... Playing. It depends on who's playing. But... Right, but the Lions just fired their head coach and their GM. Yeah. So like the, yeah. the shakeup is fucking happening. And I will say like people might not agree with this, but I didn't think the Bears looked that bad last week. Even with, even with Trubisky in there? Well, you know I was team Trubisky, okay? <laughs> but I right. mean, uh, in comparison to some of their games prior and with everything they have going on, I felt like they looked like they had something going on. Now, did it, it work out for them? No. Do I think they're going to like do something this season? No. But I just thought I wasn't that Maybe. disappointed with the way they played. And I okay. think people might fight me on that, but no, that's cool. I thought they looked better. I, I honestly did. No, I'm cool. Like Bears minus three, but yeah, I'll go I, Bears. I'll go Lions on that one. Okay. Raiders, Jets, seven and a half. I mean, Raiders, seven Raiders. I don't know that it will. This might be the Jets' first win. Right. They'll, the they'll probably fucking, fucking win. Yeah. But, oh, shit. Thanks. That, that becomes a lot harder based on the way the Raiders played last week. I know, but also to know what the Raiders can do is yeah, like. No, I, yeah. I mean, we'd another be one of those things. Make the other pick, even if we lose, I'm not going to be mad about it. Colts, uh, Texans, Colts minus, or the Lions, three and a half. I went Colts minus three and a half. I just feel like the Texans are on one that, yeah, they've been doing well, but I feel yeah. like they're not that like they're due for a fuck up. <laughs> like, yeah. and I just feel like I have a little bit more confidence in the Colts. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Saints Falcons. The line is three. I'm so frustrated with this. <laughs> I'm just frustrated with the Saints in general and like Drew Brees being out. Like I need him. 
And right. well, but they've been doing well without it. I don't care about that. I, I care about Camara. I'm just saying. <laughs> I went Saints minus three. Yeah, go that as well. Seahawks Giants, the line is 10. I thought this one was a tough one. Too big. Like, in most weeks, I feel like it would have been Seahawks, no question. But the fact that the Seahawks did what they did against the Eagles, I don't know that I hate Giants plus 10 on this. I don't hate it. Ugh, I hate the spread, but like also, the Seahawks have been kind of winning or not closer to garbage than not in the last few weeks. And by garbage, yeah, I mean definitely like definitely been struggling more. Recently. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's more of a struggle, and like they're getting some players back. Right. They've had a lot on IR on offense and defense. So, but then I could see them coming out and having a great game against the Giants too. So it's like I agree. This That's is the problem. I'm gonna go Seahawks on this because I've been strong all fucking season. So you go Giants on the Seahawks. Rams, Cardinals. The line is three. I went Cardinals plus three here. I me think too. that was not a very difficult one for me. I feel like yeah. they're a better team. They had a, they didn't play the greatest last week, but I don't think that's gonna be like a standard thing. Yeah, agree. Cardinals, Eagles, Packers. The line is nine. I went Packers minus nine. Fuck the Eagles. <laughs> God, I... Because that's not betting with your heart. I don't know what is. I know. I... I don't know. It all depends for me on some things, but I'll go Packers on that. Not because I want to. I don't like either of the teams, but I just think the Packers are definitely going to win. And I think they most certainly could win by more than nine. So Patriots Chargers, the line is one. (laughs) But I'm going Chargers. Yeah, I went Patriots just because I like the plus one. I think if you're going to have that close of a line, you might as well dance with the devil on the on the underdog side. Just my personal opinion. Fair. I'm going my boy Joey Bosa. Broncos Chiefs line is 13 and a half large line but granted everything with the Broncos are going through I don't know how I mean but like the Broncos got all their quarterbacks back but like not one of their quarterbacks is fucking incredible like Drew no, and they okay. haven't been able to really like play or practice here's a heart bet I'm going Chiefs yeah I said Chiefs too agree and then the last one Bills 49ers Line is two and a half. I'm going with my bills here. Me too. Um, might Me be a hard too. bet, but I could see them winning and I could definitely see them winning more than by more than two and a half. So Me too. That's not so much of a heart bet, but I am rooting for the bills on this one. Yeah, for sure. Signed, sealed, delivered, motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah. Sorry for all the teams we just fucking jinxed. <laughs> <laughs> Doubt it. Our, our juju isn't going in the fucking universe. I can guarantee that. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. Well, that yeah. is another unfortunate episode in the books. Yeah. Positive note. My ceiling is still a ceiling. Yay. So far, so good. Yeah. But yeah, so that is going to do it for us on this wonderful week. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate y'all. We thank you for tuning in. Please check out our mini episode we have this week. Two episodes this week. Yeah. So tune in, tell your friends, tell your family. If they try and talk about politics at Christmas, just bring this fucking podcast in. That'll surefire change the subject. Exactly. Because that will be something we never talk about here. No. We promise you that and you're welcome. (laughs) Women can't parlay. We love you. Go rate us five stars or go fuck yourself. Goodbye. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay.